Hello and welcome to the AV Forums 4Ks and Blu-rays podcast for January 2024. Tonight I am joined by Mark Costello. Happy New Year! <laughs> you can't say it anymore. <laughs> no, I've well, decided. No, I'm going to. No, I'm going to. Can't stop me. Uh, and somewhere in the far, far background, so small you can't yet see him, but he will get bigger, is Simon Crust. He's uh, he's going to join us as a special exclusive guest star. Fashionably late as ever. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, the first movies podcast of the year sees a slight tweak to our format. Uh, we're going to give much of what we gave before. Uh, with uh, less of a focus on reviews, you can go to the site and see those, and, and more of a focus on giving you 10 titles, 10 choice picks uh, on on disc that you can check out. Uh, it's not completely tied down to January, but uh, it's it's kind of what to look out for in January. We, we get a few US discs in late, and there's always a bit of overlap. But what we've looked looked at this month, which we recommend to you guys. Absolutely. Um, we're also going to run through the usual highlights on the competitions and what's coming soon. Plus, we're going to have our theme, which is a, a, a carry on from what we were doing last year. Tonight's theme is going to be, as we're sort of setting the stage for podcasts going forward, a state of play of uh, the physical media at the moment uh, after 2023 what 2024 we think is going to look like um you know boutique labels and uh old restorations and new cameron restorations <laughs> uh, you know all that juicy controversy to come um so let's have a look at what we have to start with let's do uh, a few competitions well it's changed a lot since last year we've had uh, a number of new patrons join um so thank you very much to david john gottfeld uh ben ackerman saab unleashed nick ajan verdi and sean mcgreevy welcome You're, i'm sure you'll all if not already win some juicy prizes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and thank you for buying us a coffee, someone. I'm not sure whether that's a, a I'm username. I'm sure that is a username, Kaz. <laughs> Dead Zed. Deads. Deads. And Deads. Neil, Neil007. Um, thank you particularly, Neil, for giving me a name. Cheers, people. Read out. But, <laughs> um, so uh, our 10 recommendations in reverse 10 order. I mean, Mark's going to chip in and tell me I was wrong to even include the creator. But uh, num number 10's a cheat, and it doesn't represent being the least on our list. It's, uh, it's Thelma and Louise from Criterion. Uh, the reason why it slots in at number 10 is because it's already been out and reviewed on the US disc. And I'm a little, wow. bit, uh, a little bit moody about UK having so much catch-up. Great disc, great film. Mm. It's on UK shores for those who didn't do the wise thing which was just to import it like a year ago <laughs> but uh but that's in our number 10 number nine is uh high tension hot tension or switch blade romance which blade romance come on it's punny and it's funny funny and it's funny uh a juicy title from second sight yeah and second sight carrying on like they did last year uh great restoration lovely and organic it looks far better than it probably ever should uh, it even manages to make that ridiculous twist in the film that much more palatable uh what twist there wasn't a twist was that <laughs> I, I i i'm i'm not gonna say anything 
Just <laughs> I, look, look, Kaz, I've made peace with it. It's about time you did. I, I will revisit the film and come out of it going, ah, it wasn't so bad. But it, I, revisit I have, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it so much. Yeah. Unlike how you feel about the creator, which took our number eight spot, the creator in 4K from Disney, uh, it's mm. uh, it's it's come out mm. two days, two days before the creator landed on Disney Plus for free in inverted commas um, with 4K Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. So, I mean, if you're on the fence about it, you're probably just going to whack it on Disney Plus. I find found it utterly derivative, but still um, decent sci-fi and impressively low budget for what it was whereas mark i found it utterly derivative and painfully so i i'm, <laughs> I, I'm a story guy you know it looked pretty it looked great but i the story i know not for me i tried i really tried yeah. but I, I can't get over just how painfully dull and banal the whole story was well if you're on the fence it's also on disney plus um, but, Check it out uh, there, kids. One one thing most people will generally agree on is that we do need more original sci-fi flicks. Yeah, but the fact that that was called original makes me laugh somewhat. I know, but yeah. I mean, anyway, still, still... I, I, if you, if I can make peace with Hort Tension's twist, I can make <laughs> peace with the creator. <sighs> I just might need twenty years to to I get to there. do it. Yeah, Num yeah. Number seven is uh, moving on. Part of Mark's top 10 Blu-rays of January list. It's his number two choice on that list, which is a cult spaghetti westerns box set from cult films. Yeah, this was this was a weird one. When it first dropped, I thought, this is all a bit strange. Uh, you've got three films in here. You've got Sergio Cabucci's first and classic Django, which feels a really strange addition because it just got a brand new standalone 4K release from the same label. So to see it down res to 1080p and included here felt a bit odd. You've also got Damiano Damiani's ultra-political Zapata, uh, a bullet for the general. Uh, and you've also got a very strange, trippy uh, Kioma from Enzo G. Castellari. Both films I've never heard of. Both films, absolutely brilliant for very different reasons. They are on the fringes of the genre, but together with Django, if you don't own Django, it's a brilliant triptych of Spaghetti Westerns, so highly recommended. Nice. Uh, and number six was his number one choice on his Blu-rays, which is I, the Executioner. I, the Executioner. This is a really dark, noirish procedural that really gets under the skin of the more seamier side of Japanese sexual politics and agendas. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. The, uh, the twist is the reveal of the reasons behind why this strange man is murdering his way through a group of women in 60s Japan. Transgressive and progressive, it still is. It's highly worth seeking out if you are fans of the noirish side of things. Yeah, really good release. Really good. Nice. That's that's from Radiance Films. Um, mm -hmm. And our five top titles are all classic films um, restored in 4K. Hey, we have a Tom. Hello. Hello, yes. Tom. Hello. This, this is the ultra... This is like the guest star who isn't in the credits that like pops in you know, like when I don't know Chris Evans pops up in um, 
uh, in Thor Dark World or something like that. You know, it's uh, it's like uh, yeah, he's exactly like Chris Evans. That's where, just what I was thinking, Kaz. Where I do, were I do you? look quite a lot like Chris Evans. <laughs> where were you when Mark was utterly deriding the creator? He was oh, secretly cheering me on. You? Just in the I mean, I'm not going to deride it. It's like I quite enjoyed it. I don't hate it like Mark hates it. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody does. Um, we're we're in our last five of the top five Blu-rays of Blu-rays and 4Ks for for January. We got to Mean Streets. I was just pointing out that that will feed into our chat later. Um, basically, our top five are all classic films released in 4K. None of them new releases. New releases, but like none of them new films. So number five, I've got uh, Second Sight's Mean Streets in 4K, um, which I personally really love revisiting. That's like an early Scorsese and a breakthrough for, I mean, all of them Scorsese, Keitel and De Niro, of course, who's on steam stealing mm. form. Um, and another tremendous job from from Second Sight, who who did like a did did some work to compete with Criterion's US release. Um, you guys like Mean Streets? Yeah, yeah I'd... I'd go for it, Mark. No, just because I'm waiting for man. Unfortunately, man's lumped in with the uh, second sights inside, so I've got to wait a few minutes uh, for mine to arrive. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, yeah, can't wait for this. Can't wait. Yeah, oh, it's, it's like a, a, a good old-fashioned mission statement for everything that Scorsese was going to do <laughs> well, from yeah. then on, it, on which a, is great. On a zero budget. Yeah. And and here's the official guest star, is Simon Crust. Have you been yes. talking about me? We were. We were saying you were very small, which is why people couldn't see you. Uh, yeah, well. And, and that okay. over time, you would get bigger until people... <clears throat> until suddenly... Yes. There. Boing. Hello, everybody. We're, Sorry, we're, hello, late. Simon. It's okay. We were just running through our um, our top ten, and uh, we got to point break at number four, which is a US release, not January at all, but we reviewed it in January. Shout Select. Uh, I really loved watching Point Break again. Um, and Who doesn't, Kaz? Who doesn't? Well, which Point is. Break are you talking about? Well, there's Simon. only one. I, I will say the words there's only one because I, I, I don't know whether I ever Surely made that's it Highlander. Through. Yeah. I, never, I don't think I ever made it through the remake, but if I did, I've blocked out most of it. I did. It was terrible. I'm sure I saw a bit where they were like body gliding through some mountains. Stop Stop talking about it. Don't give it any more air. Yeah, okay. Uh, number three, uh, Simon reviewed uh, Peeping Tom. As I did. I say reviewed. The review is not live yet, but uh, that's coming from Studio Canal at the end of the month. And uh, absolute flaming top scores from oh, Simon on this one. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. The film itself is absolutely stunning. The transfer is magnificent. The sound is what you would expect from a, a two-channel mono. Um, boatload of extras. Oh, great stuff. Cannot mm. wait. But Great, great stuff. I still trumped it with Carrie at number two. Oh, I yes. Yeah, another another top-notch transfer. Yeah. Awesome, the... awesome film. Springboard for a load of uh, talent there from, from, from director through stars. Great sound. Fantastic disc. Yep, brilliant. Uh, but I, I kind of, again, I cheated. I put Young Guns in at uh, at number one just because 
just because, because you're the boss, Kaz. I mean, it, so so I don't even know whether this was out January. This was another one which might have been fudged from December. It came out in the US, took a while to land. The thing about Young Guns, it doesn't in any way deserve to be the top spot of anyone's list. But look, I, I oh, went I into... Oh! It's a great film. Do you, do you have um, the disc mark? I do not. Oh, yo. I not, look, look, I will. Time. Why I, do we even get you on this thing? I... I, I I'm you you do need shame. it. I mean, the, the reality, the reality is... I will get it. I will get I, it. I picked it up and I went, no, this is going to be so cheesy and nowhere near as good as I vaguely remembered it. No, hang on. <laughs> and then I press play and the opening credits alone, you know, with the guitar and the really super stylized introduction of all the characters and then they, for no reason they start shooting at the screen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd and forgotten my, all about it. Hairs on end. I was I was utterly in there. I mean, yeah, I loved it. Loved yeah, I've forgotten all about it, how good it was, actually. I, I'm I holding mean, out to the... Tosh, of course, but it's it brilliant. <laughs> I'm oh, holding out that? the Young Guns 1 and 2 4K box set. That's what I'm really waiting for. You say that, but... And I'm digressing when I said I'd cut it short, but, like, in researching the review... Yes, I do do that sometimes, all you listeners. Uh, in researching <laughs> the review... He researches it by uh, reading another website. I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm reading other, be... better reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, that GPT... Uh... <laughs> no, I, I hadn't, I didn't have the business subscription when I was writing it, unfortunately. Um, I found out that it was, it's regarded as one of the more historically accurate, both yes. of them. More yeah, weirdly. Like really weird, like down to the order in which people get shot and where mm. they get shot. Really mm -hmm. odd facts that they kept to. And then in the second movie, the whole idea of this guy who still existed years later, who claimed to be Billy is all based on a real guy. The only thing is they completely ruined the history of Yeah, the yeah they made everything else up yeah. in Young Guns yeah, too. Yeah, because, because <laughs> ironically, they had the right story, but the cast were, had already got, had got too big for the film. And they were all like, we don't want to be in this very long, so can you do something about our characters' fates? So, um, so it was. Uh, but other than that, they were they were pretty nails on history, which is weird. I never thought that of Young Guns, but um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our recommendations. Great yeah. top ten, great top ten there. No, nothing to quibble with. Certainly not the ordering of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 10 recommendations i know you'd have had creator at the top tom don't worry um what's uh what's coming soon mark let's let's do that uh, and then we can have our discussion right well it feels more than a minute since we last talked about all the new shiny 4k releases that were incoming uh so what have we got well criterion in the u.s have announced their april titles one of which is one i think we've all been waiting for lehen great film gonna that black and white is gonna look amazing mm -hmm. if they get it right the second one picnic at hanging rock ooh, could be much more interesting because it's likely to use the same 4k restoration that second sight used last year i personally thought it was brilliant the rest of the internet absolutely hated it Ooh, dnr and lots of yellow what does peter weir know about films all that good stuff so look forward <laughs> for plenty of that on us forums uh come april Second Sight have announced more 4K releases, their usual limited and standard editions of both Green Book and... Not Green Book! 
Green Street. <laughs> green. <laughs> green Street. Green everything other than green room. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine Green Book, but with more box cutters? That would be... You know what? <laughs> Do you know what? I'd like to think that was my own Ron Burgundy, but I actually wrote Green Book. <laughs> That's not even an excuse. So it is actually... Do you know what? I want a double bill. I want a double bill. <laughs> green book and green room. No, it is everyone, dear listeners. Green room uh, and Brandon Cronenberg's possessor for March the twelfth. Interesting titles there. Two I am not very interested in. That's crazy, Mark. I love both of those movies. Yeah, They're so, so good. Yeah, so do I. But I don't need lavish new second sight four K editions of them. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Uh, indicators <laughs> train. Hang on, hang on, look. You, you, yeah, yeah. I, I, all of them a joke. I've, I've, I've got a very good joke all lined up, and you're not let, it's right, a let terrible me... joke. Okay, okay, we're going to start again. Indicators train keeps a rolling. R- rolling. That's rolling, but it's Jean Rollin. Ro- no. Indicators train, train, green book. <laughs> <laughs> Indicators train keeps a rolling. Yes, with their March announcements, the not provocative sounding at all. The nude vampire and the demon demoniacs. I don't know. Both more Jean Rollin films. Yeah. Uh, previous ones look very, very good. Hopefully, these two will as well. Uh, now, whilst Arrow get their collective crap together and finally pull their fingers out and get our delayed Conan sets out. Where are they, Arrow? Come on, we're all waiting. Uh, They are releasing diet versions of last year's superb Hellraiser and Psycho box sets in February. So the very strangely named Hellraiser Tetralogy. Don't know why they couldn't use the word quartet, but either way. Uh, The Hellraiser Tetralogy loses all the sexy off-disc features in a slim dance set, while Psycho... Loses the first film loses entirely, first film, and it's yeah. just two, three, and four. Uh, however, they're also releasing standard ed- editions of the first Juon and Barber's Brilliant Blood and Black Lace in 4K at the end of this month. Uh, moving over to the States, Vinegar Syndrome have announced one of their absolutely amazing, handsome magnet box VSUs for Walter Hill's backwards gothic action of Southern Comfort. Uh, I pre ordered that, I can't wait for mine to arrive shortly. But in great 1080p news, everyone, they've also announced uh, a Blu-ray from a new 4K restoration on Blu-ray of John Dahl's Ace Noir Red Rock West. Uh, that should be coming out. I think it's not the end of this month. It's beginning of next or, month. Or just give me the 4K. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. And finally, if if all those boutique labels are not up your streets, and if so, really are listening to the wrong podcast yes. uh, if, if not order aquaman <laughs> yeah. i mean come on well well look look come on uh, for all you mainstream fans out there yes aquaman's disastrous <laughs> second outing is coming to disc on march the 12th in the us so expect it around the same time here they however in better news universal are pulling charlie sheen's baseball classic major league out of their backside that's coming on april the 12th uh, and even better news, the absolutely amazing Ed Norton, Richard Gere schizo thriller Primal Fear is coming from Paramount on March 26th. Is it going to look great? Is it going to look crap? Place your bets here now. Uh, that's your lot for upcoming 4K and a little bit of 1080p news. Which kind of gives us our into physical media, nudging at Paramount and talking about yellows and mm. you know lavish sets coming out uh Mar- marx has t- extensively done research into 
the current state of the nation. So he's going he's going to take us through uh, how he thinks things go down, and we're gonna we're gonna laugh at him. <laughs> well, I, I expect nothing less, quite frankly. I mean, I mean, what prompted this really was the quite surprising news that Eureka, our very own, very British boutique label, Eureka, yeah, the last man standing, have gone. US. They are going stateside. They are also mm. releasing discs directly into the States. And considering that they're following in the footsteps of Arrow, 88 Films, and Radiance, what's interesting is we've also got some labels coming the other way. Now, granted, it's Severin. It's not your, your shouts <laughs> or, any, or anyone decent <laughs> like that. It's Severin. And their first 4K UKs coming our way are Nightmares in a Damaged Brain and Bad Biology. So I don't quite think it's an equal, you know, uh, exchange here. Uh, but either way, what's what's really interesting about this is I I think this is signalling an end to the regionalisation of a lot of these boutiques. And I think that's a good thing because I think what it's going to mean is hopefully we can start to see an end of the horribly expensive importing game. But it. It kind I mean, it's, of it's, it's interesting you say that. I, I'm sorry mm. to interrupt, Mark. Yeah, no, no, no. It's interesting you say that because I I like the idea of this, but I feel having whacked out the best part of fifty quid to import, um, what was it, uh, the raid from Lionsgate mm -hmm. from the US. I'm sitting here going, Lionsgate release in the UK. So, so the the issue I have with this is that it feels like, yeah, sure, Eureka's going to the US, and um, Severin's coming to the UK. Eureka are going to release all the stuff they've already released in the UK on 4K that people in the US probably imported if they were minded to because they liked the film, just yep. like I imported the raid because I liked the film. And sure, in a year or two, maybe it'll appear Thelma and Louise style. Mm -hmm. But the the disparity, and, and it's a frustrating one, is this is the same label with the same transfer and the same disc because it's not region locked. Why on earth can't they do day and day both countries? That is the end of the horrible business of of importing because the reality is importing is only for us like niche fans mm -hmm. Im importing isn't for you know joe who doesn't really care and probably will pick up aquaman from hmv <laughs> you idiot joe <laughs> yeah yeah exactly importing is for people who go oh yes i i actually i really love the raid and i'd like to see that and i don't want to wait an arbitrary amount of time to see if it appears in this country so that's the difficulty I have with this, not to rain on your parade. No, well, I think part of the issue that you've got there, Kaz, is the thorny issue of international rights. So the raid is not released by Lionsgate in the UK. It is released yeah. by Momentum Pictures. So that, we, uh, it, I mean, I, I get your point. I get yeah, yeah, your I point. Agree. I know, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. That's, sure. Then, the, In which case, this is just a horrible thorny realm of uh, yes we can mm. release in both territories but it's not going to make your life particularly easy no you, you you're absolutely right I, I think there's always going to be that i mean criterion were the poster boy of this weren't they they, they started releasing all their blu-rays over in the states we all imported them mm -hmm. and then they go and start releasing them over here at half the you know we've already bought it but uh, you know yeah. I, I don't think there's any way around that i think what's 
so good about it. And this is leading on to the one of the big trends from last year is that there is there is so much stuff now coming from them that I think unless you are one of those people who are absolutely desperate, I have to have it on release day. I think there is plenty of stuff to keep to, to keep you going until those legacy releases, if you like, slowly start to make their mm. way into relative territories. Not just um, that, but in, in competition with that, of course, you have more and more of the services like the Criterion channel, the mm. Arrow channel, you know, mm. like that they are not shooting themselves in the foot, but they are spreading themselves thinner in order to reach more people with less money. Um but I suppose this is something that we're going to come to in a minute. Is it like, how, is it, are we ringing like the the bell for the end of physical media or? Oh, how dare you? Or, <laughs> how dare you come here and talk about the end of physical media? Does Tommy even own a disc player? When, when was the last disc? You know, anyway, no. Spider-Man I, I, this weekend, sharp. Didn't, didn't nice. Tom just order nice. one of these ridiculous sets? Yeah, yes absolutely just, just like two days ago <laughs> yeah and I couldn't did. wait it's a couldn't wait set have you i both feel like an idiot Kona? for doing so but like yeah i did <laughs> which, yeah, which you... set possessor uh, 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 love that movie so, I, I, I mean i think do you know what we, we we jumping all over the agenda but i'm going to come back to that point because i think that's a really interesting point i think this notion of, I think some of the things we've seen across our forums, across other forums, is last year there was real, you know, partisan discussion about physical media and digital. And it was always, uh, digital, uh, never touch, you know, I wouldn't even touch that with yours kind of thing. You know, and I think one of the things that I don't understand is I, I feel like I'm the only person who's approaching both as a you know i'm not a format fan i am a film fan i almost don't care i mean i care for my favorite films and this is i think the way that most people view it is you will always spend the exorbitant money on the brand new shiny mega releases for your favorite films however i think back to the days when arrow just started for example and there was a lot of trash to pieces shall we say those cult titles which i just about heard of but i'd never seen not available anywhere else the only way for me to see them is to drop 15 quid on a new blu-ray okay i'll drop 15 quid on a new blu-ray because i'm a film i want to see the film now half of those films are absolutely brilliant half of them (laughs) are utter garbage and i wasted 15 quid a release on utter garbage now you can always say well trade it in well all right i get that but this is where to me the current state of digital media comes in. And I'm not necessarily talking about streaming. I'm talking about digital purchases. You know, Arrow are very good at this, as are a number of the other boutique labels. They will release their disc releases in very, very slim down on digital for, say, three quid. Yeah, two ninety nine. dollars 99 Treat it as a taster. Treat it as if you were going to Blockbuster and renting it. I'll, you know, I'll drop two ninety nine, So I own it instead of renting it. But at two ninety nine, it's the same price as if you're renting it. If it's good, then I'll go away and I'll go drop 15, 20 quid on the fully loaded edition. If it's not, I've spent three quid. Now, for mm. me, the film's getting seen. Someone is putting money in Arrow's coffers and... You know, ultimately, for me, I see that is the win-win for us film fans. 
you know and and for me what i want to see is i want to see more people embracing digital to exist alongside you know the physical media libraries the creator is a very good one a very good example of streaming doing that a lot of people saying, well, I'm interested in the creator. I'll check it out on, on Disney+. Plus." Now, half of those people will check it out and go, it's a bag of spanners. I'm glad I didn't spend any money on it. Other people go, yeah. that was amazing. I'm going to go buy the disc. That actually happened. I know. I mean, it was nice to there's, read. Yeah, there's I a know. couple of people who actually went and bought the 4K disc. And I was like, maybe it's not so bad it's on Disney. So, yeah, there's 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 also the third group of people who will say that's a bag of spanners, but I didn't see it in the right quality, so I will now go and buy the 4K. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I mean, so one of the things that I, and I'm going to continue to do that, and I'm going to see my digital library grow, but I'm also you know going to see we're getting so many new boutique releases coming along for old films, and we're getting newer versions, and and I don't see the threat to physical media coming from that and i'd i'd be looking for more people to almost you know come on in and join join me in the water it's cool i mean tw 23 was a big year for digital for me because i i really i really tried to do a mark and go look if it's a if it's a film i really love and i'll fork out the money and get get it on 4k and if it's aquaman 2 oh I'm, I'm just gonna wait for it and I think well this is it though isn't it because like i mark everything you said was spot on i completely agree with everything you said and and except the last the very last thing which is <laughs> that it won't affect physical media and i think what it will do is it will affect um vanilla physical mm. media and i think what you what we might end up seeing as a result of this is less stuff being released as like a bog standard mm. um you know dvd or even blu-ray and releasing it to streaming and like you say for the people who like that movie then them going to search it out in all its glory all of the dolby. uh you know the the dolby vision the dolby atmos all of the paper tat that you get in a box <laughs> um and it it seems not necessarily inevitable but it definitely seems that that's the direction that most services are are pushing mm. people in and the as you brought up the creator is the prime example of that because they say here it is do you like it now you could go buy it mm. perfect uh, absolutely and, and i think this, this comes on to one of the other things i noticed from last year so last year was a bumper year for physical media spectacular releases absolutely but i think one of the the one things Oh, that, that grated slightly is those ever creeping higher price points. Yeah. Now they know we'll pay them. No, no, I I know, and <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, we, we've had for years, haven't we? Art cards. Saying, hey, I love hey, art cards, mate. Don't mock the paper. <laughs> it's not art cards. It used paper. to be four. I'll pay you that extra <laughs> no, twenty pounds. No, no, a lobby know. card. Get me a lobby card. I want one of those. Uh, a key ring. Is that a carton of milk? <laughs> I don't even know why I bother quite frankly. No. Oh, well, well, no, because remember the arguments that we used to have when 4K came out. It's like, why am I paying for an extra Blu-ray? Oh, <laughs> ugh, get rid of the Blu-ray and don't charge me, you know, as much money. Right, let's be honest. The days of companies not charging you any more money is gone. What I want to say is, look, if you are creeping these price points, and Second Sight are a good one. I have a lot of time for Second Sight but they're ultra expensive LEs that are coming out at the same time as their standard editions. For me, we're starting to see 
not enough value for the increased price point. So I'm saying, look, if you want to charge me 40 quid for a single release, give me 40 quid's worth of value, right? And no, I don't mean four art cards and a folded poster. Yeah, but have you, you not know. seen the box it comes in? <laughs> it's quite is a sturdy it box. box. It in, is. In fairness, it's a sturdy yeah. box, Mark. I think my son tried si, one of those boxes here. and it, it <laughs> didn't on. fold at all. Crust, come on. <laughs> Just wade in with these heathens. If you want to buy the standard release, it's, you don't need I to come here. I can see both sides. <laughs> I see both sides. <laughs> Get down off that. Brilliant fence, Simon. <laughs> oh, uh, you love a sturdy box, admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I stand it. Gatefold. <laughs> Take your amaray and be gone. Tonight on Sturdy Box Watch, uh... Yeah, so so that that's my point. It is, is look right. Twenty four ninety nine is the new price point for your bog standard releases. Mm. All right, I'd rather that be nineteen ninety nine, but it is what it is. Everything's going up forty quid, and I'm looking at things like the dual mega box set that we got last year, as opposed to the standard release, which was nothing of the. So it was an oversized box with a folded up poster and a few art cards, and it was forty quid. That is not worth nearly double the price of the standard edition, which considering everything on the disc was exactly the same. So it's like, you want to charge me 40 quid labels, charge it me, but give me 40 quids worth of value. Stick a magnet in there. Stick a key ring. You know, any <laughs> a of mo- that. A model crap. of a pig, Mark. That's what you want. I, feel, I mean, I feel like you're, everything you say is utterly correct, Mark, but I, I still see some of the box sets that I paid stupid money for, and I'm like, yeah, they saw me coming. And I'm kind of okay with that because because if I wasn't, I wouldn't have got it. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like I, I got Mean Streets as a review disc. Oh, I wasn't having that. I went straight out and ordered the the one that comes in a in a stupid box that I probably won't open because I've already seen the disc. You know, <laughs> my, Bru- my Bruce Lee set is still in its cellophane. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, yes. It's it's just it's just uh, the way it works. So so I agree with everything you're saying. I don't think the price is coming down. Yeah. I'll take the hit if it keeps physical media going that little yeah. bit longer and it means I get, you know, drive in a in a ridiculous box set the size of one of my early games consoles. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. So but to yeah. wrap up so to wrap up then, kids, what do you guys want from physical media for next year? Or oh, sorry, this year. Oh my god, it's 2024. 8K. Mm. You what? Less. 8K. Less. 8K. 8K. Less. What do you 8K. mean? 8K. What, what I thought you said 8K. Like a both 8K. 8K. Oh, 8K. <laughs> I want more weapons in my special editions. Yeah. I want 8K. So go on, Tom. What do you mean by you want less? I just want, I just, for all, I will like freely admit that I bought a stupid tap box set, limited edition. Like, mm, what a dummy. Like, I I want, (laughs) I I now want to be slipping into that mode of, I am only going to buy stuff I love. That's, that's what I want. And I'm, I am like, weirdly on board with the sort of like i don't know capitalist approach to trying to sell me stuff right (laughs) i'm I'm like if you sell me the right stuff i will buy it but i am now not purposefully not in that mindset that you were describing mark where in the past you would drop 15 quid on an arrow blu-ray to see if you liked it and i did the same and i did it many many times and i am just this year kind of ready to come out of that yeah. mode and to be to go a bit more digital as like 
shocking as that may be to some i'm i i currently own four movies digitally and the rest are physical this year i think that's going to change and i am only going to be buying the nonsense versions of movies that i already love and there'll be plenty of them i I did i did the same thing and i now own a bunch of movies digitally that i haven't watched it's great (laughs) (laughs) it's it's absolutely great yeah, but a, digit- a digital to watch pile is easier to ignore. <laughs> yeah, is is I did I buy that? Oh, uh, what are you looking forward to, Simon? What do you want from your physical media? What I want from physical media, um, bigger boxes. I want a box I can sit in. <laughs> yes, we're back to boxes again. Oh god, <laughs> bad news. Just, just wrong. Uh, well, I, I, so the one thing I want to say is I think we, we got a glimpse of the future for physical media with Titanic and obviously some of the big physical media releases that are coming in Q1 this year are the Cameron films. And let's be honest, for those of us that have seen those digital releases, we know what we're going to get on disc. Slightly better yeah. versions, but we know what we're going to get. And for film restoration, it's going to be really interesting to see because obviously... Cameron has gone against everything us physical media purists would want. Yep. He's degrained it, he's sharpened it, he's basically made it look like a brand new film. Now, to be fair to him, Titanic, bloody hell, it looked amazing. You know, Aliens, I hate to say it, looks <laughs> pretty bloody good, but it doesn't look like the Aliens I grew up with. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see if other restoration houses are going to start following suit with these new shiny toys because we know some of them uh, are, not. are happy, you know, splashing the old DNR around. Paramount's a fan, obviously. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see if these Cameron films mark a sea change in restorations. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps there's a podcast for another time, but there's a, uh, an amazing restoration feature on the on the peep, uh, Peeping Tom disc when the guys talk about their love for the film and how it has to have a certain look, because mm, if you totally. take it too far, it doesn't look like the film that it was shown 60 years ago. Um, and I was, uh, I, I talk about it quite a bit in the, in the, uh, in the review, eventually it will go live um, because yeah. it's, uh, and I specifically mentioned Cameron as well and his um, tinkering. Mm. I, 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 I don't know whether it will go down that route, Mark. I think, I, I think I agree. I mean, I, I think there'll be too many people who who buck the notion that it could possibly look good, mm-hmm. e- even if Titanic looks amazing, even if people actually get the Cameron movies and look, these are really good. I think there'll be too many people who who just go, yeah, it's, it's not quite right. And it's not right. Yeah. I was well, yeah. I mean, it's it's six of one and half a dozen. It is it is an interesting ta- tactic. The only way it would start becoming common practice is if, for some reason, his pipeline for doing it was much cheaper. Well, and, it's it's just the question, really, isn't it? Of of who has the bigger market share? Is it? Uh, like nerds like us who want their nostalgia bone tickled or people who have just bought a brand spanking new TV and want to see the most that it can do. And I don't know the answer to that, which is the bigger market share, but um, I think that that will dictate how things are restored in future. Like if Cameron's, um, I mean, Cameron's discs are going to be a huge hit because people have been waiting donkey's years for them. But if they are, like a, a critical as well as a commercial hit, then then maybe that will have an effect on it. Mm-hmm. 
equally if people go this is insane why does it look like this this is not what i wanted or how i remembered it's more like it's come down to cost isn't it abf the cost of doing those restorations as opposed to just uh, a full scan and cleanup yeah the the um, painstaking process of completely changing the... changing it from <laughs> what it was to yeah, what exactly. it is now yeah yeah well we'll see we'll see but it's going to be a, a, an interesting year it either is. way for physical media and my god you know what what physical media some of the stuff that we're getting point break young guns i mean some of the choice titles in our top 10 for the first month of the, of the year, I mean, yes, it's a it's a good time to be into 4K. It's a good time to be into physical media, not for the Aquaman two, but yeah. for for all of the rest that is that is coming out and looking pretty special. Um, very nice. I'm going to round this off with a quick look at some of our competitions. Talking physical media, I mean, we've talked about these discs that you can win. Uh, high tension on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray in that limited edition box set. It's even got a picture of all of the art cards you can get with that. And Mean Streets 2. These are both second, second sight. Mean Streets 2? When did that yeah, Mean Streets 2, yeah. <laughs> It's got Mean Streets and Mean Streets 2 in it. The legacy sequel we never knew we wanted. Well, with art fair, cards. You, you can argue one. that Scorsese has been making Mean Streets legacy sequels ever since. Ever since. But anyway. This, this one looks like it's got eight art cards. So I'm just saying that is... Good value. That mm -hmm. is really good. It is really good value. If you win it for nothing, it's good value. <laughs> uh, you can also get uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 on 4K. Really hilarious conversation with um, with Warner on this one, actually, because they they sent me the disc to review which was a blu-ray and said can you review the 4k and it was and, and also do a competition we've only got blu-ray stock but it's a 4k only release i, I pointed out the inconsistencies <laughs> in the whole statement ended up with a 4k competition we'll see if we get a blu-ray somewhere down the line but i think the confusing factor was that they seem to get confused by the fact it says 4k plus blu-ray on the actual listing for this single release and and i had to point out that that doesn't mean it's two separate releases uh, 4k plus blu-ray on the same disc on the same set <laughs> on the same disc yeah <laughs> it's a spinner um we've got uh spaghetti westerns box set actually there's some time Ooh. left on that quality uh, and do we have do we have any others from your top 10 mark Ma -ma. And Rice's Mayfair Witches, which you absolutely love. Just go watch that on iPlayer. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> don't, oh, even, for don't even enter the competition. <laughs> Plus, we got we got more coming up soon. There's more uh, 4K releases. Actually, um, Peeping Tom, uh, the Simon's Review is going to go up this week, and we've got a 4K competition for that. Um, so plenty to look forward to. Uh, and I think that's about it for our first movies podcast of the year. Uh, do let us know if there's anything we've not covered that you think you should check out. Uh, my thanks to the movies team. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a like and subscribe to the channel. Plus hit the notification bell so you don't miss out when we publish our live streams, product reviews and more. If you really like this podcast, then buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash AV forums. 
You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and bookmark avforums.com for the latest reviews, news, and videos. Plus, why not leave us a five-star rating on whichever service you use, if they allow it, but only if you enjoyed the show. Thank you for watching and listening, and join us for another podcast extremely soon, because we're going to record another one. <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> Let's go.